I've been struck by the number of big-time faith leaders that have been leaving our faith over the past couple of years as I've been paying attention to ministry and different things in that world. I've just noticed a lot of former either Christian celebrities, most recently the front man of the band, the Christian punk band Hawk Nelson, uh, author, pastor Joshua Harris, a bunch of just big-time people have left the faith, and Rhett and Link, YouTubers, tell their story of coming to agnosticism and atheism after being missionaries with Campus Crusade for Christ. And I've just, there's a common thread through all these stories that in every single case, at some level, the statement is made in their story that says, I just felt like at church, nobody was talking about hard things. I wasn't allowed to question anything. And wrestling with your faith, wrestling with hard things was almost seen as a weakness instead of embrace and wrestled through that. A couple of years ago, my wife and I became youth pastors at New Hope Church in Abilene. And in the middle of a weird climate in youth ministry where I feel like these games and trends of the late 90s, early 2000s have kind of stuck around for far too long. And so as I've I've witnessed all of these things and and have kind of documented these cases of people leaving faith, I realized I didn't want to youth pastor a group and then 15 years later, realized they've all left the faith because they weren't allowed to wrestle. They weren't allowed to process things. And so we we implemented a few different things. We started something called Newsflash, uh, where we process current events and kind of think out loud together. We did uh, an open mic time. We did change my mind. We still do these things, but this is just something we started doing. And we we noticed a lot of uh, great just conversation. And as we would have our youth service, instead of having a game where you toss Cheetos in each other's faces or something like that, we would think out loud and we would process current events. One of the things that sticks out in my mind, especially in today's climate, is an event that happened um, in a, a Philadelphia Starbucks in April of 2018. We talked about it as our news flash that night. It was like a couple of days after it happened, but... April 2018, two men were waiting, black men were waiting inside of a Starbucks, and uh, one of the employees asked them to leave. They didn't leave. They actually uh, were being questioned because they weren't buying drinks. They were just sitting there waiting, and manager gets involved. They end up calling the police, and these men get taken out of the Starbucks in handcuffs for doing nothing but sitting there waiting for a friend, something that... Man, you and I have done thousands of times, sit in Starbucks, not having bought anything, just waiting for somebody. Sometimes the person gets there and you buy it. Anyway, there's a thousand different ways to take this story, but we're sharing the story and we're talking about what's happening, right? It's a Wednesday night. Our group is maybe 60, 70% white, and the rest a mixture of black, Hispanic, Asian. And I just we were talking about it, having some great dialogue and talking about the issues of, of racism in America and the anger and the fear and the just, I mean, even brought up some presidential campaign stuff. And it was just a, it was just a good dialogue. It, we're wrestling through the tension of it. Right. And, um, one girl gets up and, and starts talking and, and she says, she says a few thoughts, but she ends up making this comment. She says, you know, I just don't really think, I think this is overblown. I don't think racism is a big deal in America anymore. And I I got kind of flustered. I jumped up and everybody knows when Pastor Luke gets up and grabs the mic, you just give him the mic. Like I was clearly a little bit agitated and in a respectful way, but in a firm way, I said, "Uh, you're not allowed to say that. You're white. 
no, none of these black kids in here, none of these Hispanic kids in here are getting up here saying there's not an issue with racism in America. And until we can go an extended period of time without a story in the news of something horrible happening, uh, you can't say that. <laughs> I'm sorry. It breaks my heart. It grieves me. Um, this moment marked me to realize that and not everybody wrestles with this. Some people just think there's not an issue anymore. And a couple of weeks ago, when the Ahmad Arbery case became very public and that grieved me, I, I typed some thoughts up. I planned on recording an episode about that. And I, I kind of stopped myself because I felt like I was coming from a very angry place, a very, um, how dare you, especially in Texas and Southern, Southern white pastors. I mean, we don't really talk about that. We'll talk about big Republican hot button issues, but we won't talk about racism. We won't talk about uh, what's going on. And part of it may be because we are out of touch with it. We're white, privileged. We don't know what it's like to go through that. We'll never have to explain these things to our kids in, in, that, in that context. And uh, I was just really grieved about it. And I ended up typing thoughts and, and sitting down to record, but I never went through with it for a couple reasons. Number one, Again, felt like a little bit out of touch. Uh, another one, do we need another white guy talking about this, right? But I don't feel like we're doing anybody any favors by not talking about it. And I feel like there has to be a point where even if we don't feel like we have all the answers, or we have all the solutions, at least being a part of the conversation keeps it in the forefront. And it's interesting the things we get as, as white conservatives, the things we get triggered by or the things we get very vocal about. And then... The tale, the, what we're silent about, tells another story, right? And so I realized I wasn't doing myself or anybody else any favors by just not saying anything about it. Actually, today, throughout the day, I had a couple of things I wanted to post unrelated, like very funny, interesting, engaging, my typical on-brand of social media content. And I just would go to hit post, and I stopped, and I would go, doesn't feel right. Doesn't feel right to talk about this and not have addressed this toxicity in our country right now. We've all seen the video of George Floyd and at least have, have seen posts about it. And it's, it's, it's just tough. I know I'm, this is not a typical podcast for me. I'm very lighthearted and funny, but I, I, I just can't move on and, and, and pretend like this isn't an issue and say, um, like this, this girl in the, I don't even remember who it was, this girl in the youth group that says, yeah, but there's not an issue. It's overblown, you know. Silence says that. Silence says that there's not a problem, that there's there's nothing wrong. When a man's murdered by police as other men stand by and watch and don't stop their coworkers, don't say anything, and then justice isn't even served quickly. We just have to sit and wait. We sit and wonder what's happening. We just sit and... Uh, we get frustrated, we see a lot of outrage, but nobody does anything about it as far as a legal system. These white police officers are not punished, and who knows, days could go by and this could be resolved quickly. I'm just kind of posting a knee-jerk reaction podcast, but I just long for the day when we can legitimately say racism isn't really a big deal in our country anymore. Today is not that day. We're a lot farther from it than I wish we were. Um, if you're listening to this and you're white, privileged, 
happy, content, don't have to worry about being gunned down while going for a jog or being suffocated for a nonviolent crime. I encourage you to keep the conversation going in the positive direction. Don't sit and say it's not a it's not a race issue. Don't don't say that. But keep keep the conversation going. Our brothers and sisters need to know that we're for them. And although I will never understand the struggle, I will never understand what it's like to walk a foot, a step in those shoes. I I'm grieved by it and I'm upset by it. And I also understand that it is not outside the realm of Jesus's emotions to, in anger, form a whip and drive people out of a place of business, of a place of worship, a place of worship that had been turned into a place of business, right? And so I think part of me is, well, we need to remain cool and composed and we need to not contribute to divisive conversation one side or the other, but... Then I look at the life of Jesus and the controversy he stirred up and the problems he addressed and the noise that he made with intentionality and fury when something was unjust. If you're listening to this and you're a person of color, black, brown, I'm just, I'm sorry. I I, I don't have any, I don't have any, uh, I don't have a lot of good words for you tonight, but I am, I'm for you. I'm grieving with you. I want you to know this isn't a a social media PR stunt. This is grief. This is very upset. This is a, this is a, a tragedy and I'm grieving. I, uh, I also, my heart goes out to police officers that the hundreds of thousands of police officers that are doing the right thing every day. And yet a few more than I'd like to admit, but several racist, horrible men make the rest of you look really bad. I just, my heart is in a million pieces right now, and it's layered, it's compiling, goes back to Trayvon Martin, 2012, and beyond. Um, But I can trace back and go, that was where I started paying attention, unfortunately, just eight years ago. But I'm also, I'm also grieved the what we don't see speaks volumes to how many hundreds of thousands more incidences like this are just not caught on film and never addressed because the person who committed the crime was wearing a uniform. I don't know. This is one of those podcasts that I don't end with a call to action. I'm not going to end with any cool hype music. I I just uh, wanted to process out loud a little bit. Wanted to kind of keep uh, keep the conversation going um, and take action on some level, like sign a petition or just stand up for justice and combat with every fiber in your body the uh, the unjust the, the the injustice in our country. Just stand for righteousness and pledge to. Let your life be open to the hard things. And may no one ever walk away from the faith or walk away from uh, intentional living because we didn't talk about hard things. May that never be said of us, that we, we never addressed the real, the hard, the difficult things. I love you. I hope that, uh, 
Hope this meant something to you. And let's uh, let's process together. Let me know what. Uh, let me know if you agree, disagree. Let's let's just think out loud together for a minute on this. We can't we can't move past this quickly.